Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. Okay, everybody, it is time to hold a little bit of court. Patrick McEnroe here getting set to make the trip over to Wimbledon, getting on the flight in a couple hours. So thought, why not? Let's bust out a little podcast as we see the results streaming in uh, in this week here leading up to the championships at Wimbledon, which of course will have a much different feel this year with no Russian players, no Belarusian players. I'm sort of coming down on the side of that was the wrong decision by the All England Lawn Tennis Club. I've I gotta be honest, I've gone back and forth on this one. I understand a bit the mentality of the All England Club and the British public. They claim though that they made this decision uh, without substantial pressure from the British government. I'm not sure I entirely buy that. It would have been a much easier solution for the British government themselves to have said, well, we're not letting in Russian and Belarusian citizens into our country, period, to do any sort of work. That didn't happen. That hasn't happened as far as I'm aware of. Um, that might be a bridge too far for any government to go to that direction. But here we are. Wimbledon made the decision. Meanwhile, the players from Russia and Belarusia continue to play all over Europe, including today in Mallorca in Spain, where I just see that Daniil Medvedev, who reached two consecutive finals uh, on grass, got got destroyed today by Batista Agu, 6-3-6-2 on the grass in Mallorca. So that means that Medvedev's grass court season is over. And I just wonder that maybe uh, mentally he was a little bit down. I didn't see the match, so I'm just checking the scores. Uh, but the fact that, you know, when you get to that final tournament, you're thinking about the, the major coming up, you're getting yourself fired up. Um I just got to wonder, maybe the, 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 the energy level wasn't there. I'd be bummed if I you know, was a, a Medvedev's level as a player. By the way, number one in the world. Certainly wouldn't be the favorite at Wimbledon, what, what would be one of the guys after Djokovic, uh, who's a solid favorite. Nadal, who you got to put in there as well if he can get through the first week. The first couple of matches, always tricky for Rafa on the grass. But if he can get through week one, <clears throat> as the courts harden up and the, can, and the footing gets a bit better, Rafa can be a serious factor, as we know, since he's won two Wimbledon titles. Although the last time he reached the final at Wimbledon was 2011. It was an epic, I guess it was, I think it was a semifinal a couple of years ago when he lost to Djokovic in an absolute thriller. Uh, so you've got Djokovic, who's won it the last three times. Uh, he hasn't played a match on grass, probably won't affect him. Uh, he's so good on the surface now. I think he's gotten better over the years. So he's clearly still the favorite. What about Stefanos Tsitsipas? Uh, he had a win today over Marcus Giron in uh, Mallorca. You know, pretty pretty tough three-setter, about two and a half hours in that one. I caught a little bit of that on the tube. Sitsipas, you kind of wait for him to make, you expecting him to make a pretty big run. He's never done so at Wimbledon. He's done it at the French, reaching the final. He's done it uh, at the Australian Open a couple of times. But you would think with his all-court game, his athleticism, the ability to get to net, to hit the forehand from the middle of the court as well as anyone, good server, not a great returner, particularly off the backhand wing. I think that's what's held him back so far. 
Not quite sure if he should go after the backhand. He needs, he likes time on that shot, particularly on the return. You don't get that on grass. Federer was so good at chipping the return back with the one-hander. Of course, if you're Djokovic, Murray, Rafa, the two-handers, Hercotch, Berrettini has a little more of a mix of the slice and the two-hander. But when you have your more compact swing on the return with the two hands, it makes things a bit easier. Federer had just an unbelievable slice return. Could also come over the ball on the back end as well when he had a bit, a little bit of time. But I think Sitsipas has really struggled with figuring out how to handle that. But I still think he's got uh, the game. If he could get that part of the game tightened up a little bit, that he becomes a serious factor uh, at Wimbledon. Uh, let's go over to Eastbourne and see what happened over there as I check the results. Uh, Demonor had a win, a tight win in three sets over Tommy Paul, who had had a very nice win over Yannick Sinner, um, in the round previous. And our Darren Cahill, of course, works with us at ESPN. He will be working with Sinner. He is working with Sinner uh, as we speak. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes and how that lasts. Maxime Cressy, who had done very little this year, uh, of course, after had that great you know end of the year last year, U.S. Open had a little bit of a run, serve and volleyer. Very good win for him over Cam Norrie. Five and five today. That's in the quarters again of the tournament in Eastbourne. I think Norrie's a guy that could make some noise at Wimbledon. He'll be relatively high seed. I believe this um, top 10 for sure in the seas. I don't know exactly where he is, but I think I could see him round to 16 quarterfinal type of guy at Wimbledon. That would be nice to see because he's just a, a great competitor. Good win today for Taylor Fritz. Three and two over Bublik. Now Bublik had beaten... Tiafo, who's a pretty good grass court player early in the tournament. Fritz has been underachieving, in my opinion, since that big win, of course, at the BNP Paribas Open out in the desert. You wouldn't expect him to do great on clay, a little bit of an injury going into the, into the clay court season. But I think he's one of the Americans that could make a pretty deep run, seemingly trying to get to find, starting to find his game uh, on the grass just in time. How about Draper? from Great Britain. We saw him, the big lefty, a lot of firepower. He had a win again today. He's a guy that the Brits will be looking out for that I think seriously could make a run. What other Americans do we think could make a push on the men's side? Well, certainly Fritz is probably at the top of the list. Opelka has had a miserable grass court season. Maybe it's won one match and played a couple of tournaments. I mean, with that big serve, obviously a threat. But you found the you know, the really big servers, you know, go back to Karlovich. He had a couple wins. Obviously, Isner never did great. Well, he had the one run to the semis at Wimbledon. I should say that was a big one for him. I think Opelka could do that as well. I think overall he's a little bit better on the return than Isner. He's not as clutch as Isner thus far in his career. He's not as tough mentally, but he's getting there. He's getting better. I hope he can find it on the grass at Wimbledon because it's been, for him, as I said, terrible grass court season thus far. But he's one of those guys. The other guy is Sebastian Corda. Um also hasn't played as well as I thought he would play in the grass court tune-up events. But when you look at his all-court game, his ball-striking ability, very smooth. Serve has got to get a little bit better, a little bit bigger. I know he's been working on that. But the ability to come forward, to strike the ball early off both wings, I think he could make a big run. I'm not sure it's going to be this year, but I really like his game. But he's kind of he's stalled a little bit from where he was he made that big push last year this year has been 
not quite as solid for him. All right, this episode of Holding Court is being brought to you by Fit Biomics and their new next-gen probiotic, which is called Nella. It's a daily capsule of next-generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle uh, from inside the gut. You know, you've all been hearing about gut health and digestion. And so Nella, this new product, is going to take it to another level. So I've just started out with it. I will let you know how it goes with me. Of course, I like to think myself, even though I'm 55, as a high-performance athlete, maybe not quite the same as I used to be. But, you know, over the years, I get a little bit of a gut. So this is going to help me, they tell me, and I'll tell you how it goes uh, with me and my, pro- and my progress. And I hope that you do the same. Nella is the name of the product. And you can go to nella.fitbiomics.com and you will get 25% off if you put in my code PMAC, P-M-A-C, 25 and it's available on, on the online sales channels, 25% off all products. Nella is a daily capsule of next-generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle and reach our personal best. Let's look at uh, some of the women's results now. As uh, We had Jabour and Serena, of course, playing doubles together. And they won two matches. The first one I saw quite a bit of. Serena looked very rusty in that one, but they got through that in a tie break, super tie break for the match. Then they won their next match easily. Then they were in the semis, decided to pull out, quote unquote, knee injury for Jabour. Of course, I'm not buying that. That was just them wanting to get out of town. They got a couple matches in, get to uh, the All England Club, get a few good days of practice in. And it's, look, Serena, Serena. It's like a little bit, I've been on a couple of radio shows in the last 48 hours saying the same thing. A little bit like Tiger at the Masters. I mean, coming off the long um, uh, long delay of not playing, you know, competition. Obviously, he had a serious car accident. A little bit different than Serena. But it's still, to me, it's still a little similar. Incredible um, personas, you know, all-time greats. You, 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 there's an interest level that's huge. You know, it's Tiger was kind of had that hot one of the first two days of the Masters, thinking, "Wow, could this actually happen?" Wheels fell off for him. You know, f- more physical than anything else. Serena, you know, hasn't played a lot. It doesn't look to be in great shape, but you know, she's over there. She's been there for at least a week now, kind of working her way into it. She's someone that could work her way into it, but it's going to be difficult, I think, because she's un- she'll be unseated. She, who knows who she could play in the first couple of rounds. She's going to have a seed at least in, within the first two two or three rounds, depending on how things break. Um, and she could play someone really good early. Uh, so I'm not expecting her to make a big run. That being said, we, you know we'll be interested. What other women do we like? I mean, Sviatek is a favorite, not an overwhelming favorite the way she was in Paris, but she is the favorite. Anjabur, I would throw in there. Uh, Bedosa, not going to put her too high on the list, even though she's ranked high. Just like Contivate, who's the two seed, very good player on hard courts, particularly indoors, which she had their big runs last year, played well on outdoors too. Uh, Grass could be a little trick, although I think she could, if she could get hot. She hits the ball big. She likes to hit through the court. That could help her. Does she has a mobility, have the mobility, and the finesse is a question uh, what's necessary at Wimbledon like a Jabour has with the slice. Muguruza, you know, has won it before, but not, I wouldn't say she's one of the, one of the um, favorites this year. 
who am I missing there? Jabor, the three seed, Contivate's the two seed. Oh, Sakari is in there as well. Uh, you know, she could make a run. She's, it doesn't have quite the flexibility I'd like to see in my great grass court players, like ability to slice, you know, play shots that you're a little off balance. The bounce is unpredictable, but she's got firepower. She's got athleticism. If she can get through, uh, uh, you know, she hasn't played as well in the majors this year. It was last year at the French that she very nearly got through and won it. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked to see Sakari, Sakari, however you want to pronounce it, uh, in the tournament very, very late. Young American women, okay, today, actually, Halep took care of Anisimova very easily. This is in Bad Homburg, uh, one of the warm-up events in Germany. I still think Anisimova's got a shot to make some noise there. I love her ball striking. Halep is another one you've got to consider, uh, not ranked as high, seated as high because, you know, for injuries within the last two years, but she's kind of refinding her A game. She's got Pimo, Patrick Mortagalu as her coach now. So I think that helps her, gives her a little confidence. She could definitely uh, make another run at Wimbledon. I like Anisimova. I like Coco a lot. Coco Goff got to the finals of the French, can play very well. We've seen her do well at Wimbledon before. The serve has gotten a little cleaner. The forehand consistency is better. And I would encourage her to play with that same consistency. She's got old Diego Moyano in her coaching quarters who used to work with us when I was at the USTA. Great coach, great guy, very positive energy. So that seems to be working pretty well for Coco. Obviously, the parents are still there and a big part of that equation. That's going to be what it is. But I like the way Coco made that run. She got blown out by Sviatek, particularly in the first set. Nerves played a part in that but she was able to make it competitive, not really in the match to win it, but make it competitive. That should serve her very well going into the championships. Pagula, what a year she's had, played solid in the majors. I think she can play well at Wimbledon. I don't see her potentially winning the tournament because I don't think she has the firepower and the big upside, but she's a great story um, and doing very well consistently surface to surface. So I don't, I don't think there's any reason why she can't do it Again, at Wimbledon, stays low to the ground, hits the ball pretty flat. So I will be looking out for her as well. <coughs> Excuse me, Kerber in there. She lost a Cornet today, two veterans. You know, Kerber's won it before. Andrescu had a nice win today. Actually, that's good to see. Four and one over Kazakina, who, of course, Russian won't be all the play. She would be someone to watch. But Andrescu... I mean, love to see her making her way back. I thought when she won that U.S. Open a couple of years ago that she'd be close to the top, but didn't handle um, the the pressure after that. You know, had some injuries, obviously, some motivation issues. That's sort of where Emma Raducanu is at the moment. Not injury issues, but, you know, handling all the fame and fortune that's come her way, deservedly so, by winning the U.S. Open, particularly in her country, where they're tennis mad, particularly this time of year. I don't expect a big run from her, but it would be nice for the tournament if she can play well and get through the first couple of rounds and uh, maybe become a factor in week two. Layla Fernandez, you'd put in there as well with her all-court game. Then you look at a couple of the Czech veterans. Kvitovo's won it a couple of times. Seems to be a little bit past her prime, but could get hot. Got the game, the firepower, loves the grass. So does Pliskova, who had that amazing run to the final last year, losing to the defending champ, Ash Barty, who, of course, has retired and will not be there. I wonder who walks out on day two for the first match on center court for the women. It's usually the finalist. 
don't know if it's a finalist or the top seed. I think it's usually the finalist from the year before. So it would either be Sviantek, who's the top seed, or Pliskova, who was the finalist from last year. Now that Barty's not there. So my Wimbledon friends, it's probably already set. I'm not, you know, that's happened before when they're injured. So we shall see. Looking forward to making the trip over. I will be there uh, for the weekend before. So we'll get ourselves set at ESPN, get ready to roll. And uh, I will be popping in with the pods periodically, hopefully get a few guests over there as well. And I hope you enjoy it. The championships at Wimbledon. We'll be covering it all day long on ESPN. It's Holding Court here with Patrick McEnroe. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media. 